Friday afternoon. It's after 5 o'clock. Are you ready for the weekend? Oh, yes. I think we all are. I think we have to stop, though, first and ask the preacher. Ask the Preacher with John Free, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher. Here's John and George. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you uh, with us here this, uh, this weekend, this Friday evening. It's a beautiful day outside, and I expect a beautiful day tomorrow. A little bit of rain in the evening, but it's going to be absolutely wonderful. A couple events that uh, we want to talk just a little bit about today, but before uh, we, we go that far, we just want to say welcome. Glad you have joined us. Welcome, uh, George, for uh, thank you for being here in the, in the studio with me today. Oh, and, yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Why don't you tell them how they can participate today? Well, you can join in. That's right. You wonderful listeners out there in Radio Land can join in on the conversation. You can either ask a question that's on topic or off topic. We'll do our best to answer that question. You can do that by uh, calling 863-682-1430. If you need that phone number during the program, you can go to askthepreacher.com. And you can find the phone number. You can find additional information about the show, previous episodes. Last week, Jonathan Alligato was uh, hosting and yeah. and uh, did a great job. And you can Tremendous. see his episode yeah. and, and previous episodes right there on askthepreacher.com. Call in 863-682-1430. Yeah, so uh, we really do uh, enjoy, um, I guess we'll call it audience participation, listener participation. Yeah. Um, so this this weekend, George, uh, tomorrow, two two big events happening here in town uh, in Lakeland. So um, right on the the old steps of City Hall, right on the Massachusetts lawn, if you will, in front of City Hall, uh, we um, it's actually Polk County for Life is the organization, but I'm um, one of the organizers of of this event here. We will have our own March for Life. So up in Washington, D.C., right now, I mean like right now, is a big March for Life going on. Thousands of people up there. Um, and, uh, and But here in Lakeland tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock is registration, 9.30 is the event start. So we have a couple great speakers, and then I will be there as well. And, uh, and then after that, we will march around Lake Mirror. Very, very simple. We'll, we'll take uh, two, two laps around um, Lake, Lake Mirror holding signs uh, in, a, in a prayerful state. So this is a little different than the Washington, uh, D.C. March for Life in the sense that that one is uh, pretty riled up. It's uh, a lot of chanting and hollering and yelling. And um, I kind of wish we would do it that way here in Lakeland, but some of the other organizi- organizers just uh, aren't willing to go that far yet but uh so we'll do what we'll do what we can so um i guess the question would be what is the march for life um it is this weekend is the 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 date or the weekend uh sunday technically um the sanctity of human life sunday it is the day uh in which roe v wade was codified in well not was it codified Roe v Wade was upheld by the Supreme Court right. yep. so the the Supreme Court said that abortion uh, should be legal in all fifty states and uh, so that was there for like fifty years and just last year it was overturned this is the first March for Life in D.C. or in any state or city for that matter uh, since the overturning of Roe v Wade which means 
that now the decision of is abortion legal or is abortion not legal in our state is up to the state. Uh, so why do we still have a march for life on the day of Roe v. Wade uh, since Roe v. Wade is now overturned? Well, we still have it because we still believe in life. We still think abortion is very wrong. It's uh, I consider it to be murder just straight up. Ab- abortion is, is murder. It's the killing of a little tiny human being. And, um, and so we still have the March for Life because abortion still exists. So until abortion is um, non-existent and unthinkable in our, in our society, um, I'm going to continue to stand up for life. Uh, and there are many others that, that will join. I'm going to continue to, to defend, uh, so to speak, the defenseless, that little baby on the inside of a mother's womb. Uh, can't speak for itself yet. It can't defend itself. It can't dodge uh, the weaponry that is coming at it in the, in the womb in a surgical abortion. Um, it, it, it can't choose, talk about pro-choice, uh, it, that little baby cannot choose to not be affected by that pill or that medicine or that chemical that, that uh, was introduced into a pregnant woman's uh, body in, in, in efforts to extinguish and terminate, to abort, to, to murder that, that little baby. Uh, human on the inside. And so that's why we still have a March for Life. So that's tomorrow morning. Uh, Nine o'clock is registration. The event starts at 930 right in front of City Hall uh, here in Lakeland. So uh, this is our second uh, March for Life event here in Lakeland. And, you know, I kind of hope we don't have to have any more. I just wish abortion would go away that quick, you know, snap your finger, it's done. But it has been a very, very, very long fight. There's been some great progress. And and I think we got to keep 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 fighting. Right on. Let me ask you a pretty, uh, um, maybe controversial question here. What is the benefit of us going and doing and participating in the March for Life? I mean, what is the, for lack of a better term, what is the tangible uh, benefit or result of us doing that? Why should we do it? Well, um, I'll, I'll mention a couple things, and I don't know that these necessarily come out in priority order, uh, but... Uh, Number one, we should do it because I, I believe we have a God-given command uh, to, to stand up for righteousness, uh, to stand up for um, what is lovely and true and honest. And, and so, uh, you know, if, if righteous people sit back and do nothing, then, then evil just takes a free run down the line. Um, you can quote the president, uh, like not, not our, our current imposter, but, uh, you know, an older guy, another guy. Anyway, um, so one of the reasons why I think that people need to come and participate in something like the March for Life is because um, in, in obedience uh, to the command of, of God. Uh, n- number two, uh, when we do things like this, um, especially when people who believe that way, feel that way, who, who carry that, that type of uh, moral stance— um, sometimes they, they feel alone or they feel like they, they, you know, what can I do, you know, whatever. And when you get around other people, you realize, whoa, wait a minute, there are, there are hundreds, and, and reality is there are thousands in Lakeland that would stand against abortion. Well, who, who in their mind are, and in their heart are against abortion, but there's only maybe a few, a handful that will actually stand. And so the more that stand, the more will stand. Um, I'll say that again. The, the, the more that stand, the more 
will stand. So you see people, so there's passerbys and things like that, and they realize, oh, I, I believe the same way. Well, you kind of want to say, well, then why aren't you here with us? Well, maybe they didn't know, maybe they didn't hear about the event, whatever. Uh, but it's encouraging to a society. Uh, so that's that's the two two reasons. Um, the third reason being is because um, I, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Scripture talks about the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, when When people hear truth, it gives the Holy Spirit an opportunity to come and rest on that truth. Mm. Um, and so when we don't speak up, we actually limit the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, one of the signs that we have, actually both signs say pray. One says pray for the unborn. The other one says pray to end abortion. And I would rather use a little more gutsy signs, but just in in, in being amiable uh, with, with the, the committee, um, pull back from some of those pushes. But uh, the reality is a lot of times people pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray, and I could say pray all day long, and nothing happens. Why? Because at some point you got to get up off of your knees and stop asking God and start obeying God. you got to get on your feet and do mm-hmm. Um, and so those are those are three reasons why. So number number one is because in, in obedience to the to the command of God uh, to defend uh, the defenseless. Um, number number two is because you you find out you you join with a larger group of people. And the Bible talks much about unity. Matter of fact, in the Tower of Babel, and I got to say this short because we got to go for a break. But in the Tower of Babel, God said Himself, "When these people are one, when they're unified, nothing can be uh, withstood them." Um, and so it's nice to see people coming in unity uh, for for a life effort. And then number three, uh, passerbys uh, when they see the message and they and they see that uh, you know there's there's people that love them uh, that are praying for them. Uh, that that want to see an end to this atrocity in in our society, the Holy Spirit has an opportunity to come and land and, and rest and, and do a work in that message of truth. Right on. Wow. Well said. Well said. Well, hey, if you believe in life, if you want to protect life, be the change you yeah. want to see yeah. happen. So join us tomorrow at the March for Life. We got to take a quick break. But you can join us in just a few minutes, 863-682-1430. We'll see you in just a few moments on Ask the Preacher. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Coming your way every Friday from 5 until 6 here on Talk Radio 96.7, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's George and John. Ooh, I love when Eric gives me first billing. Thank you, sir. You are listening to Ask the Preacher. And just a reminder, uh, we are, I guess we'd call ourselves uh, self-professed biblical scholars. We're we're pretty pretty learned, learned it in the word, pretty (laughs) knowledgeable guys. So if you have a question either on topic or off topic, you can ask it and we will give you biblical uh, references and and, questions. Answers to your question, 863-682-1430 is the phone number to call in and join in on the conversation. Just before the break, we were talking about the March for Life. Yeah, I asked John why this is important to us, because uh, a lot of times we hear these events, we, we hear, oh, there's something coming up, and it just kind of rolls off the back like water off of a duck's back. And uh, we don't get emotionally engaged, but the reality is that society is not going to change. The laws aren't going to change. The world around us isn't going to be impacted unless we, who believe in truth and righteousness, actually get involved to do something. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. I think John's answers were great as to why we should get involved. 
Well, uh, you know, oftentimes we we look for results, and um, yes, we want results, but what we have to be careful that we don't do is stop doing what is right because Mm -hmm. it didn't turn out right. Um, We do what's right because it's right to do it, not because of of the end result. Um, And and if you want to look at it in a different way, there is an end result that is not seen now. Uh, There are, are results that are not seen even in this life. And so, um, you know, M- Mother Teresa, I'm going to quote her incorrectly, but it says, she said something to this effect. Uh, we will not be judged by our effectiveness, but rather be judged by our faithfulness. And so the reality is uh, God has put us on the earth to, uh, to do what is right. And so we do what is right regardless of any, if anybody else does what is right or if it changes anybody else's mind. Um, similar to evangelism, right? We, we mm-hmm. preach the gospel, um, but our, our commandment is to go into all the world and preach the gospel, said that way on one occasion, and it said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations on another occasion. And so um, it's, it's literally uh, tied together. Those are not opposing thoughts. But the understanding is this, not everyone will believe, but we preach the gospel uh, to the unbeliever why? Because we love them and we want them to come into truth. Yeah. Um, and whether they choose to or not is up to them. It's not up to me. It is my choice to obey God and preach truth and preach the gospel. It is their cho- choice whether to believe God and believe this gospel and be changed uh, by it. I, I want to um, go over to Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 28. I looked this up just a second ago just to be sure I had the right verse. But Genesis 1, 28 um, and in in the relationship to uh, well, why why is it uh, right for for us to uh, stand against abortion? Or you could say it another way: Why is it wrong uh, to to abort um, a, a baby in in the womb? And there there are a ton of uh, answers I could give, but I want to go back almost to the very beginning. Of the Bible, and this is right after God created the heavens and the earth. He creates all the stuff on the earth. He creates man and he creates woman, and he puts them together and he gives them this command. It says in Genesis one twenty eight, God blessed them and said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply." What does that mean to multiply? It means to increase in number. Uh, be fruitful and increase in number. And then he goes on with some other things as well. But my, my point, it could just stop right there. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and increase in number. Abortion is a decrease. Mm. It is not an increase. Um, people often think that, well, even good people sometimes will, will think this. And, and you, you say, well, I don't want this child. It will be an inconvenience to me. Um, I don't have time. I'm focused on my career. Uh, I want to save more money. Um, or something happens even before marriage, and they say, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not married. It's not, it's not right. It's not time for me to have a, a child yet. Um, so in some, pe- and some people might look at that and say, well, that's an honorable thought. Well, yeah, but the, the, the recourse to that is to murder or to decrease. And so even outside of marriage, I don't condone uh, the Bible does not condone uh, sex relations outside of of marriage, um, but uh, but regardless, if if you become pregnant, um, 
committing two wrongs does not make a right. Murdering the child doesn't take away the the the, the wrongdoing of premarital sex. Um, so so the the reality is it's life, and we have a command from God to be fruitful and multiply. Now that's understood in the con- confounds a context of of marriage because remember God created Adam and Eve. Uh, the two came together, they were as of one flesh, and God blessed them and gave them a command to be fruitful and increase in number. Uh, so, so it is supposed to be in, in marriage, but, um, but just as, as simply put, to say abortion is decrease, not increase. And our command right from the beginning, the human uh, uh, job, so to speak, at least one, if not the, the primary element of a man and a woman— is to produce offspring, and it's a it's a glorious thing. And I believe that the devil uh, brought about ideas of of abortion, uh, literally to destroy the human race. Um, and it it is there's other things that are destructive uh, to the human race, but abortion is definitely one. It literally decreases the human race. Um, you know, people will be concerned about, you know, population. Well, we'll have too many people on the earth. And there's there's people that believe that, big, powerful people with lots of money that think, you know, we need to annihilate or eliminate or reduce, we'll use a nice sweet word, uh, the number of people on the, on the face of the earth. I, I found out just the other day that China is considering itself in a population crisis. Yep. They are realizing they do not have enough young people, babies being born, children being raised, and becoming young adults, becoming married, and having more children, yeah. and they cannot sustain themselves any longer. And they, uh, and, and it's, it's a, uh, a byproduct of the many years of limiting to one, one child in the family, and then uh, it was one girl in the family. You could have as many boys, but you'd only have one girl, uh, that, that kind of thing. And so they're finding out, eventually, society finds out that God was right all along. Interesting. Wow. Well said. Well said. Folks, now's a sad time in our program. (laughs) It's when we need to take our long break. It's just a couple of minutes, but we'll be back. Just a few minutes at the bottom of the hour, beginning of the uh, about... 531, 532, somewhere in that ballpark. Will we come back? Yeah, we'll be like 538. Oh, man, 530. Okay, go to the bathroom, get your drinks. If you're driving in the car, pay attention to traffic and join us in just a few minutes for Ask the Preacher. 863-682-1430. We'll see you then. And thus we begin the second half of Ask the Preacher for this Friday afternoon. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Your host is John Free. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, at least we assume you're back. Yeah, George didn't get any billing on this uh, invitation there, our introduction there. Yeah, good job, Eric. I appreciate it. I'm that. not hurt. <laughs> I'm not, not going to cry. Happy Friday to you, everybody. January the 20th. And, um, you know, the first part of the show here, the first half hour or so, we talked about uh, the March for Life event that's happening uh, right on the old steps of City Hall and then a, a march uh, around Lake Mirror here in Lakeland. Tomorrow morning, that's Saturday morning, 9 a.m., you should probably get there, about 9 a.m., and uh, get a sign, get registered. Uh, you don't have to register, but we ask you to. Anyway, and uh, and then and then join us for uh, probably just under two hours, uh, maybe maybe significantly under two hours, I don't know. But um, join us tomorrow and, and stand up for life. Uh, these types of events are happening all over the nation this weekend. Because this is the weekend, uh, the, the, the date, January 21st, 
is when uh, Roe v. Wade was set in order from the Supreme Court. Now, it's been overturned, and we're glad for that. I rejoice. Praise God for that. But abortion still exists. There are still um, people that consider abortion as a viable option, and um, it, it, uh, that, that's, that's unthinkable to me. And I, I would like to see um, the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, righteous people, uh, and even if you're not a Christian, but yet you recognize the, the pure, simple science of the matter, that that life on the inside is a baby human being. It is not a turtle, but yet we have fines and arrest people if they kill a turtle egg. Uh, it is not a, a whale. It is not something else. It's not, you know, somebody says, well, it's just a clump of tissues. I am a clump of tissues. Of cells, yep. rather. I am yep. a clump of cells, you know. Um, so anyway, there's so much we could talk about of the matter of um, of life and viability of life inside the the womb. Um, but the what what I really just simply want to emphasize is, if you believe in life, we want to invite you to come stand and march with us tomorrow morning, nine, we'll say fifteen, uh, in front of City Hall, the back steps of City Hall. Now, there's another event taking place. Uh, this weekend. It's the Martin Luther King Parade. Um, I don't know why it was this weekend as opposed to last weekend. It had been a little closer to Martin Luther King Day, which was this past Monday. Uh, but maybe a scheduling issue? I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, re- regardless, um, it is this this Saturday. And I would like to in- encourage uh, good people to go down to that to that event. Um, I believe Martin Luther King was a godsend to this nation. He had an amazing message, and he did it in an amazing way. Uh, he did not raise uh, violence. Uh, he advocated for a, a, for a peaceful, loving um, uh, approach to ending uh, stuff that is uh, atrocious. It still, in many ways, exists in, in our nation. Um, and, and we can talk about that a little bit more in a moment, but uh, Martin Luther King was an amazing man, a godsend to this nation, and uh, he, he should be honored and, and celebrated. Um, you know, uh, I believe it was Ronald Reagan who put Martin Luther King Day as an official holiday on the national calendar, so kudos to Ronald Reagan. Um, I find it interesting as to which parties... Uh, political party uh, actually uh, does the, the the most to actually help and actually uh, raise up um, uh, the people of of integrity and and, and strength and, and help help people have uh, a moral standing on the inside as opposed to to uh, some other way. I'll leave it at that. But uh, anyway, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. parade this Saturday. Um, and I, I believe that starts at, at one o'clock. So you can come to the March for Life, and then you can go down to the Martin Luther King Parade a little bit later on. Grab something to eat, and then go down to there. Uh, so it's just going to be a, a very nice day, a very wonderful day. Uh, somebody asked me. He said, "They said, well, um, is there a connection between the March for Life and the Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Parade?" And I said, "No, no, two entirely different events." And then all of a sudden, it just kind of hit me upside the head. Yeah. There's a tremendous connection. Yeah. I'm going to make a real controversial statement here oh, boy. that uh, I believe it's been said. I, I want to give credit to Candace Owens, a uh, wonderful lady. She said the most dangerous place for a black girl or a black female is in the womb. Yeah. 
because uh, statistically more black children are are murdered than any other racial group or or ethnic group or however you want to describe it yeah. um, because of abortion. And so uh, if you believe black lives matter, you should be at the March for Life because there's no yeah. more dangerous place yeah. uh, for a child uh, than in, in the womb. I mean, uh, of, they're, of they're, a black woman. They're, they're yeah. being unfortunately this is a, yeah and 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 uh, this is the thing about it though it's not a um a black person's problem necessarily right uh it's the targeting the abortion industry planned parenthood to be super specific uh planned parenthood spends more of its resources to to target the black communities than any other community that's correct uh, why because they're simply following their foundational ideas from Margaret Sanger back in the early 1900s uh, with the desire to eliminate the black race from the earth. 100% historically that's, accurate. That is yep, correct. It's just, that's just the straight historical truth. There's, there's no <laughs> color added to it. That's just – that's the reality. Abortion was, was – um, has been targeted towards the black community – um, it, towards other communities too, but overly targeted to the black community, um, and so it's it's really sad. Now, I was in a conversation about that the other day with somebody with a lot of knowledge uh, who's involved in these types of things, and they said, "Well, yeah, but um, the numbers are about equal. The numbers are about equal from the you know white uh, to black to to other. If you just put it in three ethnicities, white, black, and other." Um, and 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 so I said, "Yes." But the populations are not. Mm-hmm. So that makes the percentages outrageously out of whack. Um, actually, the percentages should be zero. Should yeah. be zero. Any, any, any uh, ethnicity you know, should be zero. But um, it's just uh, abortion is absolutely targeted against um, the black communities. It, and it's sad. So there is the, the, uh, the very strong connection between March for Life and a, and a march to honor uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, and who who advocated that? Um, reluctant to use the term because I, I in no way uh, support the organization. But uh, Martin Luther King, who who advocated that Black lives matter, they do. All lives matter, even life within the womb matters. Um, black lives within the womb matter. You know, white and Asian and and whatever they they all matter. So it's a, it's an amazing connection between these two uh, marches this Saturday. So I want to kind of segue into our next topic, which has to do with what we're talking about. So we've talked many times on this show about how we've gotten to this place in society and yeah. how we've devolved from our founding fathers who would would say things like Patrick Henry, give me liberty, or give me death, but also said that this nation is not founded by religious principle or by religious people. It's founded by Christians and on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We went from uh, the very first draft, we have it. It's historically yeah. provable. The very <laughs> yeah. first draft of the Declaration of Independence has an entire section dedicated against the atrocity of slavery and how King George brought this atrocity to the Americas and how it needs to be done away with. Unfortunately, to bring the colonies all together, we had to omit that, but the founders knew all men are created equal yeah. and endowed by their creator with these inalienable rights. So how did we go from a society that knows these things, values 
and finds them to be worth dying, worth for, dying for. Yeah. To where we are now saying, uh, I will die to kill a baby. Many people would, would have uh, that yeah. stance. Uh, and so... <laughs> How did we slide from there? How did we get there? We're going to talk about this in depth and give some tangible steps on how we can reverse course in the next segment. Yeah, so so we'll take a a break here. Um, And again, the phone number, phone lines are open if you want to join the conversation, 682-1430. Fourth and final segment of this afternoon's Ask the Preacher coming up, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church in North Lakeland. Here's George and, and John. <laughs> well played, Eric. Well played. Yes, this is George. John is yeah, the here. host. The phone number for you to join in is 863-682-1430. You can join in, ask a question on topic, off topic, or give us your comments on what we're talking about. And just before the break, we were discussing uh, how we've just devolved from a God-fearing country where people were willing to... We've talked about this before on the program. My favorite song of all time is the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Mm, such a the name of the song is the Battle Hymn, the war cry of our republic. And my favorite line in that song is, as Christ died to make men holy, let us, let die, us die to, to make men set men free. free. His truth, Jesus' truth, is still marching on. And man, how did we go from that to less than 200 years later, we're, we're now literally having folks advocate ripping babies apart. And, and we, we do have folks join us, the March for Life. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, tomorrow, join us in expressing your desire for that to be undone and to be outlawed. But how did we devolved to the state we're at now as a society as a whole? Well, um, I'll give you my, uh, I suppose it's an opinionated answer, but it'll be, it'll be rooted in, in a level of scripture here. Um, I believe everything starts in the home. Um, I, well, let me, let me back up and say it this way. I believe everything starts as a seed, right? If you want oranges, what do you have to do first? Well, you plant an orange seed, and then it has grows into a tree, and then it produces fruit, which has seed in it. So uh, back to this idea of uh, be fruitful, replenish, multiply, you know. Um, so, but, but, so in a simple way, I'll say everything starts small. Um, everything starts at the individual level, and uh, connecting again back, Adam and Eve together, and God gives them the command— he blesses them and gives them the command to be fruitful and multiply. So uh, this all connects back to our conversation earlier. So everything, I'm going to say it this way, everything starts in the home. And so moms and dads, that is God's design, not two dads, not two moms. Uh, moms and dads, a, a male and a female come together and, and make a little baby. Uh, then they have this command to, um, to train up, Proverbs 22, 6, to train up uh, a child in the way that they should go. Uh, and when they get old, they won't depart from it. Um, now, you can, you can take that and say well, it's, you can relate that directly to spiritual training, if you will, but in what the, what the Scripture is actually talking about is um, natural training, <laughs> natural development. It's, it's actually not saying spiritual training, but it would include that. So what it really means is in every way, in every area of a child's life, 
find out who they are, cultivate those gifts, and teach them, train them uh, how, to, how to do it right. Um, now, what do you use to train somebody how to do it right? Well, if you're going to do it uh, with with godly integrity, you have to use the scriptures. You have to use the Bible. So anyway, um, everything starts at the, at the family. So mom and dad have a child, and they raise the child. Uh, there's a term in scripture that says, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That means in the care and the correction or instruction. In the care and the correction or instruction of the Lord. That's how you raise a child. I think, to answer your question right right here, I think what happened is over the course of time, somehow the devil slipped in this lie that that said to parents, let your children make their own decisions. It was a lie. It was deception. It was deception from the enemy. It is uh, it is the parents' job to make decisions for the children. Now there may be certain decisions that your children get to make. But it's the parent who gets to decide what those decisions are that the children get to make. And so I've heard many a times over uh, where parents will say things like, well, um, you know, I know I was raised as a Christian and I still believe and I've still go, but we're going to let our children make their make their own choice. Um, that's a very foolish, in, in, my, in my view, that's a very foolish idea because you are literally allowing the, the child uh, to, to choose from a lot of uh, potentially evil options instead of narrowing the options and showing them what is what is right to choose. That's part of the training aspect. Um, and so what happens is children get older and then they have their own kids. And over a, over a period of time, over the period of generation after generation, the the biblical standard reduces. And that's what we've seen happen over the last 70 years in America. The biblical standard reduces so much so that literally in the church in 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 the church that that says they believe the bible we've decided to take particular scriptures and say well that doesn't mean that anymore um you know god's not against these certain practices and stuff like that they miss the entire concept of why god set up laws and rules and regulations it wasn't to make god happy it was for the protection of, of mankind, for the well-being. It was always God's desire to bless humankind. Go back to the beginning. God blessed them. It was always God's desire. So everything that God ever commanded to do, um, it was for the benefit of mankind. It wasn't for God's benefit. It was for man's benefit. And and so because in the home we have this, uh, we, we have reduced our standard of, of biblical instruction and biblical living, uh, that uh, finds its way out into society. So those those young children yeah. uh, who were not trained strongly in the home to be biblical, uh, upstanding, moral people, e- eventually they become the teachers. They become the police officers. They're the ones who have, um, you know, they, they end up becoming police officers because they, they, they like what is right and what is wrong, but they have a, a tainted view of what is uh, right and wrong. And, and maybe, um, you know, maybe they are uh, racist at heart. And so when, you know, they, they we have police officers abusing their, their powers and uh, all, all sorts yeah. of things. It, it just runs, it runs awry after a while. Well, Psalm eleven three says, "If the foundations be destroyed, yeah. what can the righteous do?" You don't have any hope if the foundations destroyed. You, you don't have anywhere to go, nothing to build your house upon. So, uh, I'll take it a, <clears throat> maybe a little step further. Right. It's just a thought for all of you parents out there. 
if you're sending your kids to school to be raised by somebody else oh, for yeah. eight hours Hit a day, and mm. then maybe they go to after school care till six o'clock at night, you get to spend two, three hours with them before they go to bed, and then you get to see them on Saturdays and Sundays. Guess who's, who's raising, your, raising your child? Yeah. Who is setting the foundation for them? I get it. It's tough. I got to work. My wife's got to work. I'm a single parent. Get your kids out of public school. Educate them at night when you're not working. Educate them on the weekends. It is better for your children to learn a strong, solid foundation a little bit at a time than for them to have absolutely no foundation rooted in the Word of God. Yeah, and, and if you can't take that big of a step right away, um, you know, maybe you don't need to have your, your children signed up for a, a soccer team, a basketball team, a baseball team, and a football team, and then uh, gym classes and, and stuff as well. Uh, we, we busy our lives, and we, then we don't have that influence. So you say, well, I, 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 can't, I can't take my kids in homeschool. Well, start, start somewhere uh, to where you reduce the busyness of your life and spend that time with your children, and then let it continue to grow. Yeah. There, there's all sorts of things that can be done. That, that is the root cause of what we are experiencing here Uh, in society. And you know, everything we talked about today has one foundation, the solid rock onto which we are to build our society and our lives on. That solid rock is Jesus. The reality is, is every single person alive today will die. And one day when you die, you will stand before him and you will either be found innocent or guilty. Turn to him, put your trust in him so that his good work on the cross can wash you white as snow purified as if you've never sinned that's the foundation we need to be laying our society upon and raising our children up in yeah hey folks thank you so much for joining us today for ask the preacher we will be back next week with another episode god bless you and uh see you next time thanks a lot bye